Right on, right on, right on. All right. Hey, guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your Best Life Defined. Hope you're doing well this morning. Hope you woke up excited about something in your life. I keep saying that. I keep opening up the podcast with that same statement. I guess that's because at this point, I think I'm worried. This is podcast number 170. That's a pretty good record for me. I don't think I've ever stuck with anything this long besides my marriage, I think. I, I think I'm doing pretty good at this. But I keep opening with that conversation because... At this point, I think maybe there should be some things changed in your life. And maybe at this point, if you've been listening for a while and you're really, even not just with this, but if you've been searching out the meaning of life and, and the difference between happiness and living your best life, because there's a significant difference. I think at this point, probably you might be at the point where you're trying to figure out how do you, how does, how do you get the energy to do something or to change your life drastically? Or even in some cases, just minorly, like maybe adding the uh, the uh, obligation or the commitment to working out every day, or maybe the good one for me, and I fall back on it quite a bit, is the idea that you're going to walk with your partner. You're going to spend quality time with your partner somewhere, somehow, but it's going to be uninterrupted time where you have the opportunity to focus on where you are in your life, what your life looks like. It takes fuel. It takes having another resource for you to get up off the couch and do it, to take that action. But where does that fuel come from? Well, fuel comes from the experiences that we have and the things that that we do. It comes from how we feel about the things we do. You see, wins get wins. So if you win at something, if you feel like you've won at something or you've accomplished something, it's a lot easier for you to take that energy that's generated by that, 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 that win and focus it on another win. You're gassed up. You're energized. It's kind of like why why fighters warm up before they actually step in the ring. Or even in my case, why I will go out and I will practice these podcasts and, and just talk the talk just to ensure that I'm getting some energy, that I'm feeling what I'm talking about, right? If you're not moving, if you're not moving, there's a, probably a good chance that you're out of gas. You ever wake up and just like wish the day was already over or that you're just like, oh, how do I keep doing this? Or you're you're looking looking down the road and you realize that it's another 20 years before you're going to be able to ever see light, ever have the time to do any of the stuff you love to do. Sure, you'll get little snippets, you'll get little pieces of it, Wake up and you might get a vacation here and there. And you might get to go fishing or camping twice in the summer. But for the most part, every day that you wake up is this grind. It's like your life is actually pulling you around by the nose. Where do you find the fuel to sustain that? Because when I look at what I see right now is I see a lot of people that are about out of gas. I mean, life was tough before COVID-19, tough before all this political bullcrap. But now it's just like it's crazy. I mean, we have so much to think about. If you just watch the news, the news are enough to, is, is enough to get most people just to fall off the cliff. I mean, it's like crazy everywhere we look. And I think what we are seeing is that we are out of gas. You can't sit in the dark and expect to find light. You can't sit in the dark and grow. We're just like plants. You got to sit in the light. And there isn't a lot of light being shed on the world right now. I think, I mean, I, I don't know. Every place we look, ooh, ooh, the ice caps are melting, ooh, climate change, ooh, fires. Not that these aren't all legitimate issues. But the only way you will ever be able to deal with these issues is to fuel your tank up with issues that generate energy for you. For you to surround yourself 
with things that energize you, that give you the win. You know, a couple rounds of basketball after work before you head home. Maybe a good hard workout at the gym before you go home or at 4.30 in the morning. Followed by some sort of power shake. And then wonderful conversation with your partner, wonderful conversation about how things could be, how we don't need this big ass house because no one comes over anyway and we're never here to enjoy it. So until we are, let's shrink it down, save our money, do what we love to do, right? I mean, people think I'm nuts, right? They say, well, you sold everything and you live in an RV. Well, the reality was there was only three rooms in that entire house that we owned that we actually used. By the time we sold it, I spent my time in the basement. Sandy spent her time either in the living room or the bedroom. And then, of course, the bathrooms. Put it together, it is approximately the same square footage as the RV we live in. But at twice the cost. I mean, I don't owe anything on the house I live in now. I don't have to spray for weeds. Uh, there's some, still some things I have to do, but it doesn't really come to the same obligation financially or otherwise that owning that big house house did. So the question is, why would I have it? Why would I invest all my energy into something that, that doesn't accommodate me? I was running out of gas. I didn't have time to go mountain biking. I had to mow lawn. I had to pull weeds. I had to spread rock. I had to fix the shower. Just on and on and on. And what's interesting about it, it's perpetuated by this idea that somehow this blueprint that everyone seems to follow is an amazing adventure. I know you said, well, no, it's not. I know it's not an amazing adventure, but I'm happy. Yeah, okay, happy is a great standard. Another word for happiness is I've accepted it. I'm, I'm happy. I've accepted it. The reality is this, if if you aren't thinking of a way to make your life better, and that's the most ironic thing I've ever heard, is I wouldn't change a thing about my life. You know, you're, you're, I'm over here coaching people, talking about how to live a better life and, and how they can change things so they have access to more of the life they want to live. And I've heard people tell me, well, I wouldn't change a thing about my life. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change nothing. My life is amazing. Really? Really? You wouldn't change a thing? You actually love getting up at 5.30 in the morning and doing what you do for 8, 10 hours a day? Hell, I am I think I'm living a pretty good life. I change all kinds of shit about my life. I change all kinds of crap about my life. I would actually have a nicer RV. I would have someone else clean it for me and do the maintenance on it. I'd have a million dollars in the bank. There's all kinds of shit I would love to do. I'm, I, would, I would be traveling Europe. There's a lot of shit I can still do. It doesn't make any sense. But when we say that, oh, I wouldn't change a thing about my life, what it is is we've run out of gas. That's another way of saying, listen, I only got a quarter tank and I got 20 years to retirement. I can't be doing a bunch of crazy shit like that. I just got to keep grinding away because you know how happy this house is making me. You know how happy I am not being able to go fishing every weekend because I just love pulling weeds and mowing lawns and doing all that shit. And not to... I, I refer to it like that only because that's the old side of me coming out. But it's, to me, it's crap. What The crap is fooling yourself into believing that all the stuff you're getting ready to do or you are doing is amazing. See, the, the idea is always better than the reality, okay? When you're, when you're looking at homes, you're thinking about how, how beautiful it's going to be and how amazing it's going to be. And in some cases, to the point that you will actually talk yourself into things and into commitments that you know 
aren't going to go quite like you think. Oh, no, you, you know, yeah, you know, it's, honey, it's, I know it's $50,000 more than we planned, but you know, it has everything. I mean, we don't have to do anything to, for it. I mean, we don't have to do anything except work your ass off every day for the next 30 years. I'm waiting for them to run. I figure maybe they can run it up to a 40-year mortgage now to get the payments down. Yeah, you pay interest for another 10 years. It's cool. Basically, some people are leasing their house because the majority of that money goes away and then by the, they never actually get it paid off. The only way they get out from under it is to sell it. And in this market, you don't have a lot of options as far as picking out a nice home that isn't way inflated. So it's kind of a mess. And there you go, grinding it out, grinding it out every day. And you're not putting any fuel in your tank. Your relationship is mediocre. Your job, even if your job doesn't suck, it's not what it used to be. You're not inspired. You're tired. Your effort for all the things you dreamed about, those ideas about backpacking, hiking, fishing, and all that, you haven't thought about that in years. And the, and the biggest highlight of your day is a few glasses of wine or some beer at the end of the day and maybe catch the news and then catch a, go to sleep in your recliner before you actually walk upstairs and go to bed. And then repeat. Repeat. Rewind. Repeat. <laughs> so, so you're sitting there with your tank empty. Sitting there with your tank empty, and you gotta you gotta find some gas because that's what this is about. This is about you're in this big you're in this pond, and you've got to find a way to to break out of that wall, to break that wall down, and get to something new, right? How do you do that? How do you find that energy? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work for you, but my thing is, I pick something worth going after, and I start talking about it. I mean, this podcast. I, I started talking about this podcast. We t started talking about it a long, long time ago, about a year ago or so, even more. But I never really took the time to take action on it to actually figure it out. And it was only after I realized that social media is the, one of the biggest wastes of time that I've ever experienced from the standpoint of affecting change. Because it's like this river of information that runs a million miles an hour. And information you throw out there, it just, it just goes by. And there's so much information. It's not that the information I was sharing on social media wasn't quality. I, there were some good ideas based on this same line. It was all written work, though. But you can't, you can't, you can't put enough information into it. I ran out of gas. I'm like, I can't do this. Writing three articles a week, doing graphic design and all kinds of stuff. And basically all it was doing was just, just going down the drain and actually giving, it was going to Facebook. Facebook was getting all that data, all that information, and I wasn't getting a return on it. Well, before I finally ran out of gas, I said, no, let's do it another way. And that's when the podcast idea came back up and, and call it luck, call it fate. But I had an old Radio Shack microphone. It was an older one. It wasn't as nice as this Yeti that I have now. It started giving me problems. The plug started getting jinky and it would cut in and out. Well, I had been doing some recording and some other stuff. And of course, so I had to get a new mic. I needed a mic because that was what I was into. But this mic was expensive enough that I thought, well, I can't just get a mic and just do what I've been doing with it. I had to produce because... If I'm not going to use it, then I don't need it, right? Well, that idea of podcasting came back about the same time as I'm just about done writing articles for people who will never read them, right? 
And more than that, I was doing that work and it wasn't giving me a storefront. It wasn't giving me a place for people to come and find me, to see who I am, to find out about what I think. It wasn't lasting. It, it was fleeting. So jumped on it, got that microphone, said, all right, I'm going to start doing a podcast. Yep. And guess what? Put all kinds of fuel in my tank for a couple of reasons. For one, it's scarier than shit. It is in the beginning. It's the FFT. Brene Brown, FFT, you'll check it out, listen to her podcast on that, and you'll see, you'll understand what FFT um, is about. It's actually, I think it's actually her first podcast, and it was pretty cool, pretty cool concept, but that's the thing. I got an FFT going on, which energizes you, scares the shit out of you. It's almost like rock climbing, you know, it's just scary, but you want to do it. You just can't wait till it gets better. You want to wait till, you can't wait till you get better at it, right? There's the idea that I've always held that it's it's about helping people. There's nothing that feels better than stepping out every day and knowing that because of what you do, someone's life may just get better. Now, this isn't to say I'm going to hand you something. If something happens, I end up with a million dollars. I'm sorry, I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving it to you. I'm working for it. But what I am giving you is the opportunity to go get your own million dollars. You can do it. There's nothing wrong with you. You are Your actions and the way it's done is the same for you as it is for Oprah Winfrey and so many others who started from nothing. And I can't speak to those who inherited. I mean, but and that's a whole other story, right? But for that to happen, you have to have gas in your tank. And chances are, if you're standing on the dark side, if you're not standing in the sun, looking at all the opportunities and embracing the good and the things that you have in your life and drawing energy from that, there's a chance that you're about run out of fuel. So keep it in mind. I hope you will continue to listen. Like I said, I'm showing up here every day, not only because of me, but because of you. I think I owe it to you. I don't know how I would go about saying, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. Because I've kind of got a commitment to it. There's people following me and the downloads are keep coming in. Go over and check out my YouTube channel. I realize the videos, they aren't as entertaining. And maybe this isn't entertaining either. Maybe they're just hanging on by one nail because you just, you just maybe there's a part of you just wants to see me succeed. Or maybe even more important than that, maybe there's a part of you that wants to see you succeed. I hope that's the case. And I hope you'll take advantage of it. Just remember that kindness works a hell of a lot better than, than anger and hate. We need as much kindness as we can get. We need to step into the light with our ability to appreciate others for who they are and, and not hate them for who they're not, right? That's a pretty good way to go with it. And, and, and just remember that those things carry not only to you, but the people around you, including your children. So come up every day with a blessed heart and thankful, and I guarantee the sun will shine on you. Until next time, just remember, today is your day. Make it a good one. 